Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The late night lip service for lovers, loners, and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Oh, I've forgotten your name already, excuse me. On Talk Radio. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is, the, the, the minds are being, well, let's say minds are being blown. One mind is. One mind is being blown. Late Night Alternative, Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle. Yes. And a che- with, with it, trying to do a new thing. I think to get more listeners, we've got hardly any listeners, Katie. I find that hard to believe. I, you need to lift that up and talk really close to it. Okay, like there this. There we go. You, can, you don't have to hold it, though. I know. There I just go. like to cradle it. <laughs> we thought we, what we do is we do a new feature where guests who are coming on the show, they come in one week before they're coming on to kind of tease up yeah. their main interview a week later. It's like a pre-drink. Yeah. So yeah. you're going to be on the show next week. Totally. Talking about stuff that we, we can't talk about tonight. There's an embargo. It's, it's verboten. Yeah. It's unbongoed, so we can't talk about it, which mm-hmm. is exciting. What happens, I'm not going to, but what happens if you break an embargo? I mean, do, what, what, what's the forfeit? I think you're on a blacklist. And you can't play with the other kids. Wow. Yeah. And we, I never tell you any secrets ever we again. We don't want to be on Katie Puckrick's blacklist. Yeah. That would be horrendous. But most of the embargoed stuff, yours isn't. Yours is exciting. Yours is good. Yeah. But most of the embargoed stuff is rubbish. It's like it cannot be announced until midnight. A survey has found that some people like Prince Charles. Or it's Donut Day. Donut Day. Do not announce until midnight. Who, gives, who cares? Well, there could be a rush on donuts. I think that there is a reason for A that. Russian donut. A rush on. Oh, Russian donuts. Yeah, that too. We um, were talking there about the Beach Boys. That was the Beach Boys I played. And I played that for um, uh, a reason. Does anybody know? First of all, it's my favourite Beach Boys song. The first time I interviewed Brian Wilson, Brian Wilson said, Oh, what's your favourite Beach Boys song? And I said, it's, God, he's like quizzing you yeah. so that if you're going to pass muster. <laughs> yes. And so I said, Oh, it's, it's Marcella. Really? You like that? I mean, it many sound like Scooby there. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> well, you know, he wasn't involved. That wasn't really one of his, was it? He was like in the sandbox. He um, wrote that crying. song, though. He wrote it. Yeah. He wrote it. it. It's about um, a nurse that used to give him blowjobs. Um, apparently. Apparently. Huh. So, um, and, he, and he said, Really? You like that? Really? You like that song? I was doing a good Brian the other week. I can't do it. Really, you like that song? And then he started singing it to me. Oh, he nice. He sang it. He sang Marcella to me. But you were saying it, that's also one of Elton John's favourites. Yeah, Elton loves the, the album that it's from. What's the name of that album? Carl that... and the Passion, So Tough. Oh, right. So he wrote the sleeve notes for it. Really? And Yeah. Okay. Not, I don't think the sleeve notes for the original no. release of it, but when it came out on CD and they oh. repackaged them. And he... Elton says that that is his favorite Beach Boys album. It's a and, weird one. And well, the funny thing is, is when you listen to the harmonies and the way some of the that material kind of chugs along, you can hear that in Elton's mid seventies work. Yeah. In um, especially some of his kind of throwback rock and roll things yeah. that are on Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Yeah. So 
I think uh, there's a lot of... It's a strange mid, album. Yeah, kind of late-era Beach Boys in mid-era yeah. Elton John. There you go, you see. That's, that is, that's what we call rock maths. I've always thought that... Now, what is? let me get the formula for this right. Um, sparks divided by bare-naked ladies equals they might be giants. Oh, yeah, there you go. It does, it's, it's rock maths. It does work. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, there's a formula there. Yeah, but that... All those bands that you just mentioned just gave me indigestion when you said them all together. <laughs> too much band. Imagine, too, imagine too, the, what a bill. Too, too much quirk. Yeah, there's a lot of quirk. And uh, too much whimsy. There's a lot of bounce as well going on. There. Yeah, there's a lot of bounce. Um, uh, there's Brian Wilson's quit touring. Oh. You know, oh, I'm but not to, actually... No, well, I, I, exactly, it, I, I think. Nah. But no, but listen, listen, listen. He, he did a statement. This is genuinely sad, right? This has upset me, so stop taking the mic. I'm not taking the mic. I'm just thinking maybe it's better for him. Brian Wilson phoned me up at home once. Um, as you, uh, It's no secret I've been living with mental illness for many decades. There were times when it was unbearable, but with doctors and medications, I've been able to have a wonderful, healthy and productive life. Um, however, after my last back surgery, I started feeling strange. It's been pretty scary for a while. I was not feeling like myself. Mentally insecure is how I describe it. We're not sure what's causing it, but I do know it's not good for me to be on the road right now, so I'm heading back to Los Angeles. Um, it crept back, and I've been struggling with stuff in my head and saying things I don't mean, and I don't know why. Um, I'm going to rest, recover, and work with my doctors. That's the sad. When did he say that? Was that recently? This is now. This is today. Because I thought that he'd already thrown in the Brian Wilson towel. No, he picked did up. He picked up. That, but he was just reserving a, a sun lounger. He's picked it up again and was oh. was doing this. Because I thought he did that last big tour. Because I saw him a couple times on on the Brian Wilson version of the Beach Boys, yeah. the younger the yeah. younger guys, the young guys. That did you did any, any of you see that yeah. tour? Yeah. The thing that I loved about it was that you know it was in two halves. So when they approached the first the end of the first half and he just finished playing his keyboard parts you know they had him just set, you know set up yeah. at the front of the stage with his electric piano and he would just be plinky plonking along he didn't even kind of, did he touch it with you because when i was there with my six-year-old my six-year-old went daddy why is he not even playing the piano he did a little plinky oh, okay. plonky he did some plinky plonky yeah but he yeah he had that kind of parkinson sort of frozen aspect yeah, yeah. and um but the thing that was quite enjoyable was as they kind of lurched well in a smoothly lurched their way to the end of the the song in the first half he just hightailed it for the exit. Yeah. Like, he didn't even wait for the closing notes. He just got up and... Just and goes. He kind of had a Frankenstein's monster sort of stomp as... A, I mean, who knows what kind of it's medication It's like there's someone in the, off, off the wings with a remote control going, right, must get Brian back. Now let's bring him back. It, it is, is It is a little bit like that. So, he, yeah, he was just like, whoop, my part's done, I'm out of here. Yeah. And off he went. That's sad. That's why I think maybe it's for the best. I think it's know? probably for the best. I saw Glenn Campbell on his last tour. Was it? Was that a good oh, idea to do that for for no, you or Glenn? No, I, I interviewed him. Right, I love Glenn Campbell, and I Me interviewed too. him. And the PR is when he came out as he had, he had Alzheimer's. Yeah, uh, stay there, Alan. Stay there, Nigel. Um, and the PR said he's got Alzheimer's. He's fine. He, he'll forget <laughs> what day it is. He's fine. He didn't even remember who Jimmy Webb was when I asked oh. him about Jimmy Webb. And I'm sat there going, oh, my God. Jimmy Webb. Now, and we turned to his wife. Jimmy Webb, do I know that guy? I don't know that. She goes, yes, Glenn, you met oh him in 1968. And he, ah, Jimmy Webb, okay, I met him in 1968. Oh. And the, the concert was was great. But for the whole concert, I was just clutching the, the yeah. thing, thinking, I know how ill this guy really is. And then there was a bit he's doing dueling banjos with his daughter. And he, he just... He was just in the wrong fret and he's playing the whole thing a semitone too high and oh, it was yeah. 
and he forgot the but, words. But after and... the interview, didn't he try to come home with you? Oh, God, he came home with me and my producer. He left with us. And we had to go, no, no, Glenn, Glenn, that's your wife over there. Will you go back? Oh, oh it was awful. It was awful. But on the plus side, you must have had a trustworthy demeanour. Oh, God, yeah. I, I uh, yeah. stole his wallet. It was incredible. <laughs> have you seen that film about him? I'm, I'm Glenn Campbell. I'm still here. I'm still me. That's me in the corner. That's no. me in the spot. So it's a, it's a heartbreaking film about that last tour. Mm. And by that, they have to cancel the last few dates. And the last few concerts he plays... He's just—he's obviously frustrated because his hands are going, and he—and yeah. he's just shouting at the band on stage, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be me. Were they? Called. Did he? Were his handlers just milking every last little bit of? Glenn Campbell juice oh, out of them. I think they were doing it. I, th- I think they were doing it with love. It was his family. It was his wife and his kids. Were, the band was made up of his kids. Uh, because uh, Alzheimer's apparently playing music, music, listening to music, that kind of brings you back and yeah. that awakenings sort uh, of the way. The music, uh, it was, I think that was kind of keeping him alive. Yeah, for, so that was the therapy aspect. Yeah, but it was... But it was diminishing bit, returns. It was a little bit rough. I, I don't think that should happen. Why were you at Abbey Road? Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, there's not an embargo on that. Oh, God. Yeah. I really thought we'd gone about Puckrick's Blacklist. Well, <laughs> Which, by the way, is a great name for a show. Now you're, now you're back in the groove. Oh, yeah. Puckrick's Blacklist. I like that. That works. All right, good. Um, I was at Abbey Road because I was recording, I was participating in a podcast, which was interesting. Yeah. But what was really interesting was I got sort of adopted by this man who's worked there since 1970. Paul McCartney. <laughs> Was it? No. Okay. But he is he's in charge of all of the technical stuff. Oh, wow. So he's in charge of things like microphones and cables. The, the cables and the 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 uh reel to reel, the eight track, the four track, the four, the two four tracks that they had to hook together yeah. in order to record Sergeant Pepper. Peppers. Yeah. Um the the actual microphones that oh. George and Paul and John sang into. And the, oh, the piano that um, Penny Lane oh, was geez. was played upon. Yeah, went into Studio Two, touched touched the various instruments that <laughs> the, the pop gods had done their magic Le- on. Lennon's, Lennon's heroin-induced spit may still be on there. There wasn't any heroin-induced spit, but what there was in the vinyl cutting room, because they actually have a room where they make the, the original vinyl discs that they used to ship off to yeah. the record factories, there was a very interesting ceramic cold cream jar that said boots on it in a very sort of 60s script. Yeah. And the... the technical guy who was showing me around he'd worked there since 1970 said oh yeah this jar's been here since uh, since before i came and it was the thing that they used to have like the acetate like the acetone that they'd stick their cotton buds into and wipe the goo off of the the needle that would cut the grooves into the discs so yeah this was it and the thing that was so sweet was he was showing me like he was like Opening the crown jewels, opening Sorry? these drawers that would... <laughs> that means something different over here. <laughs> opening these drawers that had all of the microphones that, you know, each microphone cost 80,000 pounds and this other microphone was 100,000 pounds. And you could see that all the younger whippersnappers who were passing him in the hallway had this sort of, you know, kind of affectionate, like, there he goes again. <laughs> oh. he, you know, he, he's got... He's got a soft touch there because I was just sort of nodding and smiling at everything. But it was great because yeah. I, you know, I saw I saw the stuff. I'm embarrassed. I said induced. I meant infused. 
didn't hear anything you said in the past three minutes. So I'm thinking, <laughs> I said induced, I meant infused. Do you know what? It's fine. It's not fine, Catherine. This is why we're losing listeners. Heron does induce spit, doesn't it? It does work. You could have just covered yes. that over. We would never have known. Nice. I, I, I thought that it worked as well. Yeah, I said it oh. because I thought... But now I think... I know, I just thought maybe you get really wet lips when you... When you're when you when, when you're on the brown. When you're, you're Yeah, when you're on the golden brown. What was the podcast? It was a pilot, so I don't know if I'm allowed to say. Oh, that's on, that's on Bongo. Right, yeah. <laughs> Look at you with your secret plans. <laughs> now listen, what- it was it was pop. It was basically pop gossip. So I found myself talking about the time I was at Elton John's house for dinner, and I hope I wasn't too rude to Elton because, frankly. I'd like another invitation. Yeah, me too. I, uh, I've, I've spoken I've spoken to Elton John, as you know, Catherine. Yeah, it was a very, very intimate it conversation. Was a, it was a fate, and I was looking at the bouncy castle and I was trying to see where you got a ticket for the bouncy castle for my kids, and I went, sorry, mate, do you know who's in charge of the bouncy castle? And it was Elton John who was sat behind me on a bench, and he went, uh, no, I think the person's gone, actually. I think, I think that may be them Are over you? there. No, having a laugh. No, no, I'm not. I am not. And that very that the, the, and and that was. Then he got up and was wandering around, and everyone was being very cool, going, it's Elton John over there." But I'm going to look in the other direction. What I don't was care. Elton John doing at a fate? I'll tell you later. Right. But then he made the mistake of sitting down in the middle of the fate. Boom! There were, and all the mums suddenly went, oh, "Could I get? Could I get a picture?" And I uh. and I would not normally do this, but I thought, you know what? Sod it. So I grabbed my son, who was seven at the time, said, boy, come and stand with me. Elton, do you mind? Could we get a picture of you with my son? And my son's there going, who's this guy? Uh, It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Thank you very much, Elton. Uh, Thank you, thank you. It's like Santa in a tracksuit. It's a great (laughs) It's a great picture. Love a bit of Elton, though. But he's, you know, he's sort of testy and touchy, so I can't believe that he was mm. mellow enough to go along with your oh, schemes and dreams. I think he was having a forcibly happy time. I let six oh, okay. or seven people test the water before I went in for that picture. Yeah, I but know that I'm, could have been the straw that broke yeah. the camel's back. It's like, it's like playing Kaplunk or Buckaroo. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got to take that risk. You've got to take the risk. Now, what are you doing? You Because you didn't even want to come on tonight. There was a weird no. moment outside where you're going, uh, am I coming? Do you want me? I'm in next week. I didn't want to presume. I didn't want to presume. Because Catherine and I, so we're sort of organizing your life behind your back. So we had already had a conversation. Although, Catherine, you say that Mm -hmm. Ian was fully part of. I was not told that you were coming in next Thursday. Next Thursday. No, no, I wasn't. No, that is. It's actually in the diary. Your diary? Yeah. Yeah, it's in your diary. You told me, excuse me, Katie, you told me. I did tell you. You told me this is, but this is no, because it makes it sound like we're doing a thing when you go off mic, and I'm not doing a thing. This Camera is number one. I'm this, doing a thing. This is real. <laughs> you told me she wanted to come in tonight and interview me because I'm a celebrity. I'm a very that famous. Was after I'd already told you about the other thing, and then you said she was. Then you said, oh, she's then she's going to talk about the thing no, uh, that night. She's going to come on. I said, wow, you. Oh, wow. Excuse me, one second. <laughs> There we go. God, that's there so we go. But, but we can talk about the fact that I did come in expressly to interview you before the show. Is that not unbongoed? No. That was, a, what is that? What did I just talk to you for? You talked to me for an article I'm writing for The Guardian Guide. Okay. About feuds. Oh, I like The Guardian Guide and my um, ex-father-in-law reads that. I could be back in the good books again. This is great. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So feuds, because I yes. was in the jungle with a bunch of a-holes. Yeah, so you, you, I'm sort of casting the commentators for my article. So I needed like a gossip expert and I needed, you know, somebody who worked in gossip magazines. I need somebody 
who was a television producer and, you know, all that sort of thing, every aspect of the analysis. And then you are my token reality television star. Thank Yay! you very much indeed. Yeah. You see, thank you. Yeah. And what, what part are you playing in the article, Catherine? Oh, you're not in it. Oh, mate. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a shame. That's a shame. Sorry, I didn't realise otherwise I wouldn't have mentioned it. On the radio. Well, I mean, technically, if I hadn't have organised it, you wouldn't be in it, so... That doesn't even make sense. Yeah, it does. Well, no. Katie has me, and if I hadn't passed it on, we wouldn't be here. Okay, well, if you hadn't passed it on... actually, very important person. That's my role. It's true. If you hadn't passed it on, you'd have been a bad friend to two people. Well, Uh, Katie's got to write it up. She may rue the day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now, you're coming to see Kelsey Grammer on Sunday. Yes. Have you got any questions? I'm hosting an evening with Kelsey Grammer. It's going to be very, very strange... Have you got any questions? Loads of people on Facebook went, why would, I, why would I want to go and see him? He's a Trump supporter. Oh, is he? Yeah, he is. Big one. Interesting. But I said, well, but, I'm not really going to, I don't really care. I'm going to talk mm. to him about Frasier and Cheers and stuff like that. And the thing, You know, the funny thing is, is I don't think about his political leanings, nor do I think about his fantastic television work. Oh. All I think about is, doesn't, I think about, doesn't he have some weird fetishes or, um, like, isn't there some, oh, maybe I'm just getting it confused with the fact that he was married to a woman who had some sort of bowel problems. Right, so hang on, you're okay, confusing that's question one. the spouse of an IBS yeah, IBS. patient yes. with a pervert. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you think he's into colostomy bags and stuff. Well. Wow. I wonder, <laughs> see, this is this is the kind of fairyland that makes my world so enjoyable to live in. He used to be a regular on Howard Stern. Okay. And there used to be a lot of very kind of gritty and gnarly discussion points. But maybe it did just boil down to IBS yeah. and farting. Okay. And maybe my sensibility was just a little bit too delicate to handle it. We'll ask him. I know exactly what's going to happen. Sunday you'll go blank and you'll be thinking, don't say, don't say it, don't say it. Oh, colostomy bag. <laughs> You're a dirty <laughs> coprophile. <laughs> Hot Carl. <laughs> so what do you, do you want to go now? I don't know. This is because what do you want? Do you want to stay for an oh, hour? Do you want to go? I, uh, do I want to go? Yeah, go. I, I probably should go wow. because wow, incredible scenes here. I'll get you a car. <laughs> Let's make no. it a bit less awkward. Well, no, but it, make sure you do because our guest last night, Nettie Baker, Ginger Baker's daughter, she's brilliant. You'd love her. You would. You got her a car, and then. Then she got the train home because you messed up the car. I didn't mess up the car. Was there a the car, car for let her? her down. Was there a car for the her? The car was arriving, so I said, okay, here's your car. And then it's cancelled. I don't think they can find... Which they keep doing to you, didn't they? It's just because I took too long to come down from the third floor. What, when we got a car for you? Yeah. That's not what she said before, is it? Mm. That's what, not what... What did I say before? You... I, I'm going to have to press that cough button again. You just said that you got a message that was on its way and then they cancelled. You never... Did we say... We said... Maybe that was what had happened because it was... <laughs> terrible. No, I would have said what had happened. I don't remember now, but it. all oh. I know is that I... What I'm saying is I went ding-dong, I'm here, and then I walked downstairs and they weren't there anymore. So that's why I'm now saying they probably thought I took too long to... Wow. Walk she's down actually, my little what, she's doing, what she's doing there is taking the blame herself when actually we know that it was their fault. Um, yeah. Okay. They, they right. didn't. They it's, didn't hang around for me. Like, there was I supposed to be waiting? I don't know what the protocol is. Obviously. I tell you, put, while Catherine's sorting that, put your headphones on because we're going to make you work for a little bit. Let's let's. Where are they? Uh, Here. If you follow that lead, there'll be. Um, 
Hello. Oh, hang on a minute. Don't tell me. All right. Can you put those through to lines one and two for us, please? Because and I'll re- reset the computer in a second. Let's make you work for a little bit. All right. Um, there we go. Let's go to Alan. Good evening, Alan. Hi, Mark. Hi, Katie. Hi. Yeah, I'll tell you what. My mum's done so well with the physio today. Alan's mum has been to see the physio today. Very good. What but, What part of her body is being manipulated? Well, we're not, it's a long story, Katie. Yeah, don't. Give, yeah, don't. Okay. You, did, you did ring up and offer it. Your training aim is to get her to the garage door, is that right? She's achieved it today. She Boom. got to the garage door! All right. This is incredible. What, what, what's in the garage, dare I ask? Dad's body. No, we've got a rickshaw. A rickshaw? What? Which is my dad. Oh, and so is the, is the next stage her to pull that to start earning her keep again? No, we're going to try and get on a mobility scooter. Okay, that's probably a little bit easier. Well, that, that could tow a rickshaw. I don't really know how these rickshaws work. <laughs> Why has your dad got a rickshaw, Alan? Because he was going to use it to pedal to the allotment. Of course he was, Alan. Thank you very much. I'm glad Mum's doing better. Let's go to... <laughs> we'll take one more call, then we're going to take a break, and then you can go. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Let's go to Nigel. Good evening, Nigel. Hello, Nigel. Flipping neck, man. Alan, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, put the phone down, mate. There we go. Right, that's that. <laughs> this I got no idea. This <laughs> is <laughs> this is the late night alternative. So we're going to see you next Thursday. Yeah, I I have a job actually that I'm going to right now, which is to go home and write about Japanese fart battles of the 17th century. What? Why would you? Why would? Why would that not be your opening gambit? And why didn't you interview me for that? <laughs> for God's sake! Now, what is it based on? Strength or smell? Or it's based on just humiliation and a total lack of respect. That's but what he does in here all the time. C- Catherine, fight battles. Yeah, Except I, I don't fight back. Right. So it's it's passive aggressive with not it's so not much passive. It's just aggressive. Yeah, it's aggressive aggressive. Um, well, I can't enter in any fart battles at the moment because I'm I'm suffering. From a bit of the Kelsey Grammers, uh, I've got a very, very upset. It would be one shot, and he's done. All right, all right. Let's let's laugh at a man who's disabled. Hey, do you know the world? Have you seen? I didn't read the story, of course. Just the headline: The World Health Organization are classing. If you're not getting enough sex, they're classing you as disabled. Oh, did you read? Did you I read knew that? there was a problem with me. There you go. You Do see, we get blue badges. I think so. Great. There's, I'll dig it out and investigate it a little bit further. So you get to park right next to the front door. Of yeah, wherever you're going. Of course, that's true. It's a true thing. Because you're not getting your leg over. It's a true thing. You got to get something out of it. There's got to be, for God's sakes. Um, all right, uh, Katie's going to be here next week. In the meantime, the show continues. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night. Alternative on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Contact Talk Radio. Call 0344 499 1000. Text Talk and your message to 8722. Texts cost 25 pence plus your standard network rate. Or you can tweet us at Talk Radio. This is Talk Radio. The late night alternative with that man, Ian Lee. There's no strangers here, just friends you haven't stalked on Facebook yet. Have never sent my picture to anyone who didn't request it. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes. Mm. Here we go. Here we go. The cat's away. The mice are going to be running all over the show. Oh, we've got some good news as well. Some good news about um, uh, Katarina Boyle, which I will, I will allow her 
to uh, to say when she comes in. Um, Katie's gone. She's back next week. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. It's a late night phone in show, unlike any other phone in show in the world. In that we're not going to sit here and tell you what you have to talk about. Sure. We'll sit and chat. Sure, we'll kind of do some stuff from the papers and some stuff that's happened to us throughout the week. But you're very welcome to call in with your own bibs and bobs as well. It's entirely up to you what we talk about. It can be light-hearted, it can be silly, it can also be heavy as well. If you switched off because the show was getting too heavy, well, the laughs is back. But we can still do the slightly darker stuff. The phone number, free for most of you to call. Pennies at most. And we call you back. The phone number is 03444991000. And that, dear listener, he said, about to use a talk radio cliche, is the number that Dan dialed. Good evening, Dan. Hey, how are you doing? I'm very well, Dan. What can you do for us this evening? Well, I, well, I don't know. <laughs> are you on speakerphone? Oh, there you go. Is that better? Uh, uh, where? Where do you get off, you people? What do you mean, where do you get off? The you stations. people. You people. Where do you, you get off? What do you mean? Where's your, where's your manners? Well, I, you know, it's just easier to hear, I guess. No, well, no, Ian, no, I, no. Where's your manners? What on earth makes you think that it's acceptable to phone a speech radio show and be on speakerphone, knowing... Yeah, it might be easier for you. You can scratch your balls. Yeah, you can I've, have a cup I've of tea. That we yeah, can't hear before. you. Yeah, but I've done it before and you didn't complain. What? I have rung this show in about a year. I don't know if you remember me. No, of course <laughs> I don't. Why would I remember a guy, a rude guy <laughs> from a year ago <laughs> that hasn't even got the manners to hold the telephone in his hand? I did actually have it on my hand, but I had it on speakerphone. So you um, had it on speakerphone, but you were still holding it. Well, then what's the point of having it on speakerphone? How difficult is it to move it the four inches from in front of your face to your ear and use it like a normal That's telephone? A That's a long way. You, you, well, I don't, do you remember my Chris Tarrant impressions or not? No, of course I don't. I bet they were awful. <laughs> they were. Right, so a year ago, you phoned in and did Chris Tarrant impressions. Yeah, and then I did a Barry from Watford one, and then you tried to get Barry from Watford on the phone. And then I think my phone might die of battery and I just never called again. I remember why I'm not remembering now because you're one of the yeah. dullest, rudest callers that they've had the misfortune to speak to. Well, no, I'm, not, I'm not Alan Caddick, but yeah, there you go. Yes, Dan, what can we do for you tonight? Um, I don't know. I just right, thanks very much for your call. Unbelievable. Here's my tip. Right for anybody that is going to phone in a show on talk radio, especially my show, the late night alternative, weeknights from ten. Okay, it's a phone. Right, we're not on the Apprentice. We're not on the Apprentice. Right, it's not. Hello, can you hear me? It's a phone. There's 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 a tiny little bit there. That's for your ear, and there's there's a tiny little microphone there. That's 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 for your your voice. Right, and, and they're designed brilliantly. You put that bit next to your ear. And look, you see that bit is right near, right near my mouth. It's incredibly well designed, incredibly well designed. If you're ever phoning my show and I phone you, find that you're on speakerphone or wearing a headset, I'm cutting you off. Hmm. Um. Oh, he's here. 
He's here to celebrate Gay Pride Month. It's the greatest month to be alive in. Celebrating gay brothers and sisters and members of the transgender community. Whoa, whoa. LGBTQ plus and the other letters. Happy, 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 happy Pride Month. It's Ken in Newcastle. Happy Pride Month, Ken. Thank you very much, Ian. Thank you must you very be. Much. How are you celebrating Gay Pride Month? They've got a whole month. Aren't you jealous? I'm jealous. How are you celebrating no, it, Kem? They're entitled to do the one. I mean, that's up to them. That's entirely. How are you? And how are you? How are you celebrating Gay Pride Month? I won't be celebrating in any way at all. But oh. that's up to them. You won't be but celebrating free speech, it. Pre-religion, free sex. Well, you do. You, you won't be you celebrating it. Well, I'm, I'm celebrating <laughs> it. We are not uh, intolerant. I thought you weren't going to phone this radio station anymore because it was a platform for um, gay propaganda. No, James Wales show. uh, This show, trust me, buddy, this show's gayer than James's. Oh, it's so much gay. If only you knew how gay this show was. Much, much gayer than James's. Okay, that's entirely up to you. It Uh, is, it is, it is. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay, you said we can phone about anything, so... Yeah, but if you're just just phoning about Jesus... So, uh, are you not being honest? Are you not honest? You can't phone about anything? um, You can, but I I have the right to tell you that I'm not interested in it. So you told a lie? Then no, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, 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 I didn't tell a lie. I said you could phone about anything. You phoned about something, and I'm not interested in it. I've got to talk about the coming war. Oh, for God's sake. Ken, I, Ken, I don't want to hear about your war. See, should you tell lies? No, I don't you, tell you lies. Don't like free speech. You don't like... No, there's no okay. such thing, Ken. Ken, there's no such... Don't put the phone down like, like the coward you are. Well, let's have this out. There's no such thing as okay. free speech. It doesn't exist. You know free speech doesn't exist. Well, the, the, the war was fought for nothing. No, you know free speech doesn't exist. Who told you that? It's a fact, and I can oh. prove it to you. Go ahead then. Right, there, there is you. You can say what you can say stuff, but there are consequences. Yeah. Certain things you say can get you put in prison. Now, if you class that as free speech, well, then then good luck to it. Yes. Right, but you can't say certain things on the radio. You know that, don't you? Correct. Thank you. you so can't, you can't you can't promote hatred or warfare or things like that. But yet you seem to promote hatred all the time. No, I no, don't, Ian. No, I promote no. the love of Jesus. You don't. You're a horrible old bigot, <laughs> Ken. And you I keep promising me. Life. You keep promising me that you're never going to phone me again. And then you just can't resist. You can't resist. Well, listen. Trust me, Ken. If you if you're not phoning James's show because it's a, a, a hotbed of gay propaganda, boy, oh boy, oh boy, you do not know how gay this show is. This is the gay, slightly closeted, but the gayest show on the radio, Ken. Um, and I don't want to hear your bigotry. I don't want to hear your nonsense. I don't want to hear any of that. Yes, I would say the same thing to a Muslim gentleman who is promoting the same kind of stuff. I'm not anti-Christian. I love Christians. I love Muslims. I love Jews. I just don't like bigotry and hatred. Why do you hate Christians? I don't. If you, if you heard me, Ken, I said... I don't hear you. I, yeah, you I, a lie I said... I'm not, I'm not a liar, Ken. I said I don't hate yeah, Christians. You hate Jesus, no, you hate me. No, here we go. I don't hate you, Ken. I love you. Um, uh, <laughs> this is your problem. You don't listen, right? I don't hate Christians. I don't hate Christians. I don't hate Christians. I don't hate Christians. I don't hate Jesus. I don't believe in Jesus, but I don't hate him. And I don't hate you, Ken. So where's the lie in that, mate? Do you mock Jesus? Yes, I do. Well, that's 
hatred. No, it? it's not. No, it's not. I mock my mum and I love her. But I mock my mum. I mock Catherine mock and she's my... Mother, I mock... Why would you mock your mother? Because, you, because, she, you mock your mother? because she enjoys it, Ken. Because she enjoys it, Ken. Because she oh. enjoys it, Ken. I mock Catherine. Catherine's my best friend. I'm, I'm in, totally in love with her as my best friend. Oh. I mock her. Yeah, you can mock people you love, mate, or you can mock people you're indifferent to, and you can mock people you don't believe in. Well, that's entirely up to yourself. Oh, God, Ken, you're a, you're a broken record and you're very tedious. Thanks so much for your call. I look forward to you not calling again for quite a long time. This, dear listener, is Talk Radio. It's electric, it's eclectic, it's always rule-free. It's the late-night alternative with that man, Ian Lee, <laughs> on Talk Radio. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Why, why would we expect so now? Is have we got have we got another ad? Hang on a minute. Let me get this right. So, computers, guys. Who, who'd work with computers? So I've got the twenty-two ad. Is that gone, or is it just the ad? Just the ad. Come on, you might come on the microphone. Let's have a chat. Let's do. Let's do this on the air. Nigel, James, stay there. So what? Oh God! Now I've given you the problem of finding out which fader does that microphone. I got it. I okay. Got it. Um, so what? what we have go on. Is we have we've just take we've taken obviously the main ad break, the twenty pass break. Yes. We've just taken the promo break. Yeah. And now we have one more before the one that leads up. Okay. To news. Do you know what? Next time I do that, just 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 go into the ads. Just go drop the promo. The promo is the least important bit. So if I do, if I go about ten thirty eight thirty nine. Just go into the ads. But we, we're all cool. We're all cool. cool. Let's go to... Uh, Nigel, you're going to be up in a second. I want to go to James first. Hello, James. Hello, uh, James from Hammersmith. Hello. You're James from Hammersmith, yes. I'm Ian yes. from Aylesbury. Good evening. <laughs> Welcome. Great. Um, Great fun. Now, if I were 50 metres away from my speakerphone, <laughs> would that be OK? No. Don't be on speakerphone. <laughs> But not at the centre of it. No, don't be. On... <laughs> it was 150 metres. If you're going to quote previous callers, get them get the measurements right. It's 150 no, metres. It was 150 metres. <laughs> if I paid, what? 
Well, sorry? If I paid yes. to be close to my speakerphone. Thank God. <laughs> uh, you know, we're not far from Hammersmith. I could be there in 20 minutes and give you a knuckle sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is wrong? You just escaped from a unit? What is wrong with you, man? Well, 50 metres. It was yeah. 150 metres. He was 50 metres. No, he was 150 metres from Stonehenge. 50 metres, sir. No! A, I've checked Google Maps. No, he said... Don't... He said he was 150 metres away from Stonehenge. From the edge. He said... He's referring to a call that most of you probably didn't hear that happened about three weeks ago where a guy said, to save money, you don't have to pay to go and see Stonehenge. Yeah, you... he, was, he, he was begging his daughter and trying to do it nice and cheaply. Yes, yes, and he was 150 <laughs> metres away. I refer you to the tape, sir. Okay, go on then. 50 metres. Right. 50 metres. <laughs> right. Can someone on Twitter, someone on Twitter, it was 150 metres. Every No, no. I, I know it was, because loads of people were then quoting 150 metres to me. No, he quoted 50. No, he didn't. I've got it on my computer, mate. Let's play it. Hear it. Let's hear I've it got now. A transcript. Let's hear it. <laughs> you can't do that to a phone. We can. We can wait. That that would require Huawei technology. <laughs> Huawei technology. <laughs> I don't think it would. I will let you find the clip that you claim to have because uh, I'm going to prove you wrong, buddy. <laughs> anyway, uh, but you and your family went to the centre, didn't you? We didn't, no, 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 we didn't go to the centre, but we went closer. Yeah, you said you did. Jesus, I did not say that. <laughs> I said... No, you didn't. No, right, flipping it, man. No, I I'm said... I'm misquoting you deliberately. Okay, I'm going to misquote you with my fists in a minute. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> very, 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 it's a very violent annoying. phone call. No, it's not annoying, yes, but very, very... I mentioned fists. You're the one who keeps mentioning fists, I keep babe. going to All fist you, uh, to punch you. You and your family were <laughs> at the centre... We weren't through your high high paid DJ job, and this man was fifty meters. He would no. We weren't at the centre, but we were closer than the one hundred and fifty meters that he talked 50, about. Fifty. One hundred and fifty. Fifty. One hundred and fifty. Seventy-five. One hundred and fifty. No, I'm not. I'm not haggling with you. Go away, you weirdo. Like now, we'll take that break, please. Thank you very much. On DAB Digital Radio, online and on mobile. This is Talk Radio. <laughs> what a lovely sound. Everyone together round the table. All thanks to Sky Broadband Buddy. I just tap the app and I can instantly pause the internet on their devices. Spend more dinner time together with Sky Superfast Broadband and the new Buddy app. It's only £29.50 a month for 18 months, including line rental, plus £19.95 setup. To join or recontract today, search Sky Broadband. Selected fibre areas only. Requires Sky Broadband Superfast Boost and Buddy App Setup. See sky.com slash buddy. At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. Whether you're looking for a conference event with a difference or the ultimate fairy tale wedding venue, you can get a taste of nobility and live like a royal with Luxury Castle Hire. Visit luxurycastlehire.co.uk today and browse thousands of brand 
breathtaking UK venues. From city centre settings to tranquil countryside retreats. At luxurycastlehire.co.uk, we have unique historic properties to suit any event. Find out more at luxurycastlehire.co.uk. At the AA, we're always trying to make your journey better. Our mechanics fix 8 out of 10 cars at the roadside, usually within 30 minutes of arriving. You could say we're simply the best. Oh, sorry, that's the wrong song. Join today from just £4.50 a month. Visit theaa.com. The AA, because anything can happen. New customers only. T's and C's apply. Tragedy plus time on Talk Radio. Hi, this is Bob Mills. Why don't you join me this Sunday at 7 o'clock where my very special guest on Tragedy Plus Time here on Talk Radio will be... Hello, this is Frank Skinner. Can you join me this Sunday with Bob Mills on Tragedy Plus Time? The winning formula for Sunday night comedy. Tragedy plus time. This Sunday night from 7 on Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Evening, boss. The unpredictable. What's happening? And the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule-free Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. Right, where, where is Catherine? She's just like having a laugh with her, with her best mate. I think I can make a phone call on this. Here we go, right. So let's call Catherine and see. Uh, I don't think she's as committed to this show as I would like her to be. One, two. Right, let's give her a call. Let's see. Uh, uh, how do I, hang on, have I got, there we go. There we go. Incredibly slack attitude. I apologise. If her first words aren't "I'm sorry," then I'm, I'm furious. I got the right number. Yeah, I've got the right number. Why is she not even answering? This is incredible. Welcome to Gift Gaff's voicemail. The person you're calling can't take your call at the moment. Please, Nigel. Nigel, leave a mass message for Catherine by pressing hash at any time. Hello. Hello, Catherine. It's Nigel. Ian Lee wants you to ring him back as soon as possible. Don't forget, ring in as soon as you get in and ring him. There we go. Perfect. Nigel, can I ask a favour? All right, Catherine. Every time you call us, could you start the phone call in the one bit of your place where you live where you've got a phone signal? Because we seem to spend a lot of time not hearing you and then you going, oh, I'll go to the kitchen. I am in the kitchen. Well, why can't we hear you? Well, is that better? I've just turned my head. That's better, isn't it? That, I can hear you. Okay. That is that is better. Right. Okay. I've got a new. Someone's written me a new Miley Cyrus song. Someone's what? A new Miley. I can't, oh, that's Nigel. That's I can't. I, Nigel, I can't hear you, mate. Your phone keeps breaking oh. up. Somebody's written me a, a Miley Cyrus song, a new one. Okay. Do you want to sing it for us? Yes, on the internet now. All I've got to do is read it. Uh, I've got to just read it, read it out. Okay. Okay. So I'll fire away. <laughs> okay, I'll fire away. Um, here we go. Are you ready? Not well. I suppose so. Make it quick. Yeah. This is it's, it's, it's amazing. It's just, one of my just, fa- just, Facebook just, friends, Paul yeah. Rickson. Okay. Here we go then. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, when I'm sitting in the bathtub and the day has just begun, I'm thinking of my true love and dancing in the sun. 
Thinking of Marty Sarah, she sets me up for the day. Thinking of Marty Sarah, she takes all my worries away. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I'm on the way to Maystone, I'm set up entertained. I meet up my Mercedes and cycle home again. It's a good thing. The second chorus is, uh, she's just the best, the best. Googling Marty Cyrus, I've got her name in my vest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm on the way to Maystone, I set to entertain. I meet up with my friend Sadie and we cycle home again. Thinking of Miley Cyrus, she sets me up for the day. Yeah. Thinking of Miley Cyrus, she takes my worries away. Wow, that's uh, those are words. Those are words. It's not bad, is it? It's, it's, not, not, it's not great either. No, but I can't. I can't. I've got no tune to follow. That I'm just making the tune well, up as I go. It was like jazz, and it was beautiful, Nigel. The, yes. Thank you. Thank you very I, much. That's the first time I've ever sung it. Did and you record it? No, I didn't, Nigel. I'm afraid I didn't have any blank tapes. I'm afraid. Let's go to uh, Chris. Good evening, Chris. Hey guys, Jelly Chris. Uh, Jelly Chris is in the house. <laughs> I'm glad that to see that after you coming on the show. Hang on a minute. Hang just wait there, Chris. Where have you been? You've been gone for an hour. No, I and why didn't you take your phone with, with you? I had my uh, laptop. Right. I've given Nigel Skyver. from Aidstone. Skyver, yeah, exactly. This is Chilly Chris calling you a Skyver. He's hey, a grafter. Chris. I've given Nigel from Aidstone your phone number. Why? So that, because you were annoying me not coming back. All right, that's cool. When he phones me, I'll give him your number. Fine. Well, fine. And fine. your address. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely fine, because he's got your address. And he's got your bust size. Gosh. There we go. <laughs> that's more than anyone can handle. Yeah, we, well... Uh, well, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, it's been a really awful show since you've been gone. I bet. So, I'm so glad you've come back. You've, I, I, I don't What's say happened? this. Is there any, any F bombs? Um, two F bombs, three C's, and an MF. Wow. Yeah. Just yeah. from you? No, from Chili Chris. It's, it's, it's outrageous. I know, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Only joking. It's been a great show. We've had some great times. 11, uh, 10 31. Uh, there's a video for you about speakerphones. I made a little video. Ten thirty starts okay. at starts at ten thirty one. It's a little speakerphone rant. Get social put that out. We're going to re-educate people how to phone in a phone in show. Very 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 funny video. Uh, Chris, <laughs> you're live on Talk Radio. What can we do for you tonight, mate? Just calling in. Uh, uh, one quick simple thing was Ken is definitely an idiot, and I completely agree with you, Ian. We, I love everybody. Uh, one of my best friends is a Christian, although I don't particularly believe in the beliefs, you know. Uh, um, he, he's, he's a lovely guy. But you also get mental ones. Like okay, but I, Ken, listen, I was, you know? I'm, just, I'm not telling you off. I just want to roll back from calling Ken an idiot because he's not here, and, and I know what you mean. Um, but he's not here, and but Ken Ken okay, doesn't. No, 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 that's cool. I know, I know, no, I'm not telling you off. Uh, uh, um, but but Ken doesn't listen. Ken accuses me of lying and saying things that aren't true. I don't hate Christians. I don't hate Christians. Yes, yeah, exactly, I mock. Yeah. I mock Jesus, but I also mock um, Allah a little bit, not quite so much. I think we all know why. But I mock organised religion in itself. I mock is, uh, religion, it does and, a bit, yeah. and then when Ken said, "Do you mock your mum?" Yeah, of course I do. Why would you do that? Because she enjoys it. She enjoys it when I when I gently rib her. Exactly, well, humour's uh, the way forward for many people in dark times. What what lifts you up better than humour, you know? Yes, exactly. So I'm not anti-Christian, not anti-Muslim, not anti-Jew. I'm I'm exactly. I'm, I'm pro everything apart from hatred, man. I love the gays, I love the bi's, I love the trans. Exactly. Um, the, I love I love like... the queers. The queers. That's what the Q stands for. You can say it in that. I love the I love them all, man. Same, mate. I love everybody. It's just people like Ken. I don't. 
I don't hate him. Um, um, it, it, it's as you say, you know, I love everybody. Um, yes. I'd rather not have people like him in my company. And by, there we but, go. You know, but. Yeah. By all means, if, if Ken ever needed a cuddle and whatnot, I'll be there. <laughs> um, and also, yeah, you can phone in about anything, but you will be challenged on it if I disagree with it. And if I don't like it, I'll ask you to move on. So it's not yeah, a lie. You yeah. can phone in about anything, but I've got to keep this show interesting. And talking about a holy war that ain't ever going to come. Uh, ain't interested. How's the chili business, CC? Uh, it, it's going well. I, I injured my back um, about a week ago quite badly, and uh, I've, had, I've had to have a week's bed rest. But uh, today uh, I've managed to get on with some more repotting, and they're doing absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we've got our first uh, first little load of fruit coming in, so oh. within the next four weeks we'll have a, a lovely little harvest in. But, uh, yeah. I've got a chili joke for you if you want. Oh, I know, Ooh, I, I know this joke, Chris. I know this joke. This is a great joke. You're going to love this. This is a great joke. How do you know when a chili's being nosy? Go for it. When it's jalapeno business. <laughs> oh, I don't get that one. I, I, love, I love cheesy jokes. It's one of my favourite things. No, it wasn't cheesy. It was, it was a chili joke. It wasn't cheesy. <laughs> Add a bit of cheese on it. There you go. I have it like a chili con carne. Oh, the other joke I had was one I made up, which is a rude joke. Okay. But that's the one you're thinking of, isn't it? I think so, how, yeah. How do you... Um, how can you work out what sex a chili is? Yeah, this is it. What's that? Does it have... <laughs> does it jalapenos? <laughs> so that sounds like, does it have uh, a penis? And yet yeah. you won't laugh at my your Chernobyl fallout joke. <laughs> <laughs> Which I would say, I would suggest is superior. I, don't I, think, this, I, I actually think enjoyed it, yeah. I, I was listening to that on the podcast earlier. They're from the same factory, the same joke joke factory. <laughs> Slight <laughs> seconds. All right, Chris, thank you very much. Let's go to Andrew. Good evening, Andrew. Hi there. Are you on speakerphone? Oh, well done. Hello. No, thank you very oh, much indeed. Oh, I just did, have, you not been, have you been listening to the show? Yeah. Right. What did I say to the other Andrew? Turn the speakerphone off. Right. And you, you, you were on, you were on speakerphone. I wasn't. My thingy was on. Radio was on. Uh, what are you on now? A bad phone line. Thank you very much for your call, Andrew. It's appreciated. Let's go to Andre. Good evening, Andre. Right now, Marco. Thank oh. you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one. That was me. Yes, well, you've got Hello? thirty. You've got thirty seconds, Andre, to do the same oh, old yeah. boring shtick. Yeah, I've been on the lappy. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I'll see you in ten minutes. Conversation, brilliant, really good. Yeah, really I good, can't. Someone put forward the theory that since we've moved, the phone lines aren't as good. Mm. Um, I, I have no evidence to support that, apart from what do they call it? Sacrificial evidence. No. Ex- excremental. What do they call it? Mm. You know the word I'm thinking of. Apocryphal. No, when it's like circumstantial. No, it's, it's like circumstantial. We've had this conversation before about this very same word. When it's a, a, when it's evidence. So, um, it's not circumstantial. The, what is it? When it's based on people's experiences, it's not checked, it's not been checked out. Anecdotal? No, Evidence? No, no, no. Okay. It's not that. It's not anecdotal. It, can someone... Oh, I'm losing the will to, to Speak. carry on. Someone on Twitter. Anyway... Someone, so someone, I, I think there might be something in there. I think there might be. I think they've, they've, um, um, uh, uh, I, I, I don't understand that. No. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not Michael Lush this time, Paul, but thank you. 
he's, he's coming answering the question from last night's show. Anyway, there might be something in that, that the phone lines are not as good since we came to the new $25 million uh, studio. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Andre, what did you want? Yeah, this is Sahara, and uh, what was that, okay? Okay, right, I couldn't hear a word no, of that. No, it was even more garbled. Could not hear a word of that, so we're just going to go to line one. Good evening, line one. Hello, Ian. Hello, you're on the air. Who is this, please? Hi, me, Jamie. Hello, Jamie, <laughs> another Jamie. Okay, yes. Uh, sorry, I phoned you before. Uh, I wanted to speak to you in some detail, really. Um, I'm having a few problems. Um... I know you, you've had pressing yourself and yeah. stuff and uh, I've recently split up with my partner and I've got kids involved. I just wanted a bit of advice. It gets better. It gets better. That's the only advice I can say. It gets better. Uh, you just got to keep on keeping on, man, because it does get better. Everyone I know who's been through a divorce or a separation... It uh, uh, tells me it gets better. Me, I'm only I'm only three weeks in. You know, exactly. I'm in mum's bedroom, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it's just it's just wrecking me. Just this is probably about. might not be. This is probably the lowest Sorry, it's going to get. Probably the lowest it's going to get. It might not be. There might be a little bit lower to get. But sitting in your mum's spare bedroom is is pretty low, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. just got to keep on keeping on. You just got to get up every day if you can. You got to um, you got to do what you got to do, and you got to be there for your kids, and it will get better. And and that's it. That's all I've got, man. That's all I did. I th- I kind of threw myself into work, which helped a lot. Doesn't help everyone. Um, and I kept yeah. on keeping on, and it's better. It's not perfect, and I took a bit of a knock. No contact only. That this what I'm saying is it, it's radio silence. You know what I mean? There's no competition. How old are the kids? There's no competition. The kids, eleven and thirteen. Okay. Was there was there was there drugs involved? Was there violence involved? No, no, no. no okay, no, okay. No. I got to ask. No, I got no, to ask. None of that. But like, say, I work a full time yeah. job. Uh, uh, it's been going bad for over a year. You know what I mean? We when was the last time you saw the kids? In the same bed. Probably about three weeks ago. Okay. All right. You know what I mean? It's it, it, it killing me because. Um, I've not seen the kids. You, you will see them. You will see them at some point. Hopefully it'll be soon. It might not be. But you need to um, you need to make sure that whenever you get that phone call or that text from her or from them, you've got to make sure that you're ready, that you're sober, that you're fit and you're clean. I mean, in terms of physically, you've had a wash and you're ready to go at any moment. It's not fair. It's really unfair. I'm assuming you haven't got the money to get legal over this. No, no, of course not. Because a fortune. It's, I, don't, it's, it's, I don't think it's gone that far yet. Like, okay. I, I just, I, I don't know what the next step is. If it's write her, write, write far, each one of them a letter. <laughs> write her yeah. a letter. Write each of your kids a letter. Whatever you do in the letters to your kids, do not slag their mum off. Yeah. Do not, however no, much no. anger you've got, hatred, bitterness, whatever. I don't know. Do not slag their mother off in that letter to no, those kids. But it, it, it ain't like that, mate. It, there, ain't, there ain't no bad animosity or out like that. All right. Me, me and my partner's not been getting on for... Right. Well, then she should let you God see your kids. Yeah, yeah, but it'll probably be like that, but I don't know how to move on. I've been in a relationship for 14 years. Yeah. To, 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 
I'll, I'll, I'll do a cut tie, do a, do a cut tie, do a stay in a relationship that I'm not happy with. Well, you, if you're not happy in the relationship, you've got, listen, I've got to go because we're late for the news, but if you're not happy in the relationship, get out of the relationship, get out of the, the, the partnered relationship and work on a new relationship where she is the mum and you are the dad and you're not together, but you are providing a united front for your kids. Yeah, no worries, mate. That's what feel it's, it's not really. It's all like all I'm doing is kind of sharing what I what I did and what I went through, right? Um, it, it, yeah, no, I know you've been through it, mate. That's what I was asking you. Get That's through this weekend. Give us a call next week. What was it? Was it Chris? Jamie. 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 Sorry, sorry, Jamie. Sorry, Jamie. I can see Chris. I've, I've rung you before. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had a laugh with you before. I remember. Like, I remember. Uh, I just, I just bit, saw Chris bit, up on the screen. Get. Do me a favour. Get through this weekend. And give us a call next week. All right, mate. And, and write those letters. You don't need to send them, but write those letters, because I think it will do your head some good. No, All right, mate. Take care. You, you got Thanks. this. Cheers, buddy. 0344 499 1000. Chris, stay there. A little bit late, but this is the news after some adverts on Talk Radio. This is Talk Radio. Meg, the driving instructor, is definitely almost 90% sure she's filing her VAT right. Kinda. But she'd be more confident with QuickBooks. QuickBooks is perfect for making tax digital and is HMRC recognised. Get up to 50% off your first six months. And maybe put it towards a new clutch. Making tax digital means monthly VAT returns are changing too. Are you ready for the 7th of June? Visit quickbooks.co.uk. 